this week's episode, we have a pretty robust music segment. Vince Staples, Logic, and a full-length Goldlink project? Are you kidding me? Something must have been in the air this week, but we dive into it full force and break everything down for you as usual. So without further ado, episode 63, The Transition. Welcome to The Transition, episode 63. Oscar Prinsky, Dimitri Williams, back in the studio once again to bring you the finest blah, 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 blah. We here. We're back. A day late. A, well, not late for you guys, but a day late for us. Yeah. I had to I had to dip out the spot real quick yesterday. I had some business to take care of, some grown man moves to make. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had to I had yeah. to leave Alex high and dry, but we back on a Saturday. I feel like this is the first time we've recorded on a Saturday like ever. Ever. <laughs> this is not something that happens frequently. I feel weird. I feel out of place. I feel suspect, but that is okay. <laughs> That is that is okay. We got the transition. We got a pretty thick episode pause to to go through today. But as we do every week, as we do every week, Alex Kaprinsky, how are you doing, good sir? Deep breath. Um, on the Take microphone. The, you, can edit, you can edit that out. <laughs> you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Dolby Voice caught that, and it didn't come through. Your job just got a lot easier. <laughs> Dolby voice, right. bro. Yeah. Um, my week was good. It was it's busy. It's always busy. I'm like you. I gotta look for apartments today. So that's like I don't next understand how you've been checklist. so we're lax about this. You're just you're just chilling, like ah, oh, we'll be straight, bro. It's gonna work straight. out, right? Yeah. I mean it probably out. it I mean it usually does, but <laughs> I would I would be pooping my pants right now if I were you, because you're moving to a whole new state, man. You got to learn your hood before you move there, bro. You got to make sure you're paying respects to the right people on the block. I'm serious. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no. You got to make not, sure your uh, color's correct. <laughs> I'm not too worried. Um, I'll find something <laughs> and end up somewhere. I'm not too worried. And, yeah, it'll be fine. So Alex is the yeah, big dog. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I'll be... Uh, I'll be fine. I, I I say that now, and then we'll, we'll do another podcast in August, and I'll be like, wait, <laughs> have no idea what the hell is happening. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Whoa, 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 Slow it down for a second. No, but um, that's good. I, I'm curious to hear when you do find a place where it's going to be, because New York is so, like, if you live in Ozone Park, it's nothing like when you live in Harlem, and if you live in Harlem, it's nothing like when you live in Manhattan, and when you live in Manhattan, it's nothing like when you live in, you know, X, Y, and Z, so, like, Wherever you choose, it's going to be a very unique living experience. It's not just like, oh, I'm living in New York. It's like, oh, I'm living in this part of New York, 100%. which is very, yeah, very unique and, and, and very differentiated from the rest, which is which is dope. I think that's fire. Um, Philly's kind of Philly. You kind of have like residential Philly and city Philly. It's And that's kind of it, <laughs> at yeah. least to me. Philly's cool, though, too. I, I want to, I dope. think, I don't know. It'd be cool to move back there at some point. I like Old City a lot, so I'd want to maybe move yeah. back there at some point. Yeah, Old City, Fishtown. They have a few kind of like boroughs that are interesting to kind Fishtown's, of. Fishtown's crazy too. A whole lot of stuff be going down in Fishtown. It's kind of fishy. Anyway, so. <laughs> but but you said your week has been good? Yeah, it, it, it was quick. So we had Friday off for uh, for Juneteenth. So we went Gang. Monday to Thursday. Yeah, so it was. What, you know, you know how it is. One of those compressed. Let's do five. Let's do five days worth of work and four days worth of time. So yeah, it was, right. it was kind of a race to the finish line. But it was good. I mean, we're 
the docket is kind of full for the next the docket. like like seven weekends. So yeah, right. It's, I don't know. It's one of those where the summer feels like it's going to slip by without really getting to relax much. But we'll see how Schedule it goes. Schedule busy. My head in a hoodie. My shorty a goodie. That's what it's. That's what it's feeling. Schedule is busy, but that's the way to be. Summer is serious, yeah. as they used to say. Um, yeah. No. So is. <laughs> It's going to be one of those. I mean, it's already the end of June. We were talking about this yesterday. It's Bro, like, that is insane. Yeah, June slipped. I'm going, man. Yeah, June kind of slipped Damn. by already. I don't like that. I, man, This is, I, I'm going to look up. I'm going to be 30. Just like Logic said. Blink, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, in the, in the blink of an eye, seven years are going to pass. Um, birthday's actually coming up, which is pretty dope. Turn 24 in August. Shout Ooh. out Virgo gang. Virgo gang stand up. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that <laughs> to get you started do you not like virgo people nah the astrology stuff oh no we gotta we might have to do an episode about that because i could imagine <laughs> you just calling that all hogwash bro people live and die by that live die breathe everything by the by the the astrological signs and you i remember i think you told me one time that apparently it's all bs like when you talk to astronomers it's all like nonsense is that was your opinion yeah no yeah if i learned one thing in astronomy that none of it none of it actually makes any sense and this like where you're where everything aligns with the stars isn't even correct so tough like yeah tough. so i mean apart from the fact that it's all kind of like a farce in the first place even like Ooh. astrologically it doesn't make sense alex going in right now for absolutely <laughs> no reason i like it <laughs> I like happy it. saturday happy right happy saturday for the transition to you uh your your signs don't matter as much as you think but anyway uh my week is pretty good too um Yo, the usual on? Yeah, the, nothing, no, nothing, you know, the, nothing different. <laughs> the usual shenanigans. If anything, this was a lighter week because I didn't, um, I didn't go quite as hard um, as I usually do. I mean, the work week was busy, but um, Friday I kind of chilled out a little bit because I had some big boy moves to make, and then today has been a kind of a chill right. day as well because I've just been at home. But Sunday's back to the routine. I know I got some. I have like work for every single job to do tomorrow, so it was nice getting the lazy Saturday, but Sunday's back to business. But I was thinking about this. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, and I'm not sure who said this, I think it was like a Kobe Bryant thing, that he was saying, if you're going to be passive, and this is not what he said verbatim, but the overall kind of context, was if you're going to be passive and laid back about life, you're just going to get kind of crushed by it, but I think the, the days are a lot more enjoyable, yeah, I know, right, the days are a lot more enjoyable, even if they're going to be busy and packed, when I'm kind of like going forward into it, rather than responding to it, if you, if, if that makes like any sense at all, like, you know, those days where you're just yeah. like, oh man, like, I got to do this, and you have to drag yourself to do it, versus the days where you're like, all right, let's knock this shit out, like, let's, let's do this, it's, it's so much easier, and I don't know, I, even on days when I'm doing absolutely nothing, like today, and I just have to get a lazy day, like, it, Two thirds of the way into the day, I'm kind of like, man, I kind of wish I had something to do, <laughs> like, which is kind of stupid and counterintuitive because you know it's a rest day or whatever. But I don't know. I think the the bodies, humans are just kind of meant to be doing stuff. Like we're not meant to just kind of be lazing and lounging around for long periods of time. It's just no. not good for us. I don't think. What Nothing do you think about good that? Happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nothing I mean, good happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like <sighs> the days too. I don't know. It just feels very very pointless right going mm -hmm. going through kind of <laughs> kind of with that nothing on your slate kind of schedule yeah. i feel like it's needed but at the same time it's like i don't know 
it just you feel just kind of useless right just kind of like sitting just, there with just, no just direction floating. Yeah. just floating like a, a a a piece of a piece of wood down a stream <laughs> i don't know what you can't let life you know you know me like a babbling brook on a sunday morning but you you can't just kind of like let life pull you in any direction or you're it's just it's just not fun it's just not enjoyable i remember i realized that during quarantine where i was like oh man i have all this free time i can do all the stuff i want to do i can just sit around all day and be lazy and then you do that for a week and you're like jesus what's next i want to go back to work (laughs) i want to get yelled at by someone (laughs) (laughs) like it's 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 really weird but i don't know Anyway, let's get into this week's episode. So what do you want to dive into first? I mean, we actually have some good music. Vince Staples, Gold Link, Logic. Well, we got two out of three, right? <laughs> I mean, oh, you didn't have to say that. Listen, I mean, and it's Logic is definitely not one or two. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> For those in. of let's you who might be wondering. Yeah, let's jump into the Gold Link project. Let's do it. So Gold Link released Haram, I want to say. Um, harem, yesterday, right? yeah. ha- harem, haram, I believe um, something like that, something like that, with an exclamation point at the end, I believe, um, which was dope. I, I'm not gonna go too deep on this one because I don't think it's a deep dive kind of album. I think everything is very face value, but it's good. Like, and, and I don't say that to, to as a slight. It's great. It's great. It's just giving you what it's giving you, and it's it's classic Gold Link. I dare say. I feel like it's um, and I mean I haven't listened to a Gold Link project in at least a year. But it felt like to me that he was kind of flying underneath the ra- the radar for a little bit because I mean he had crew, but other than crew, what else like major smash hit as he had? Nothing really. Um, and and you know Alex has been keeping up with him with the DMV floor or whatever, so he of you course. know did a good listen. <laughs> of course, he did a good listen of uh, Diaspora and and um, at what cost, which of course was kind of like the album uh, that kind of blew up a little bit because crew was on it. But Diaspora I didn't Classic, think got a lot yeah. of kind of. I don't think it got a lot of play, to be honest. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It was a great album. Don't get me wrong. I listened to it as well, and I thought it was excellent. And it, I I don't know. I I just think I just think this project is going to get a little bit more notoriety. Maybe it's because of the features. Maybe it's because of just the the creativity that was taken on this one. But I think it was just Gold Link back how you like him, and in a way that might be a little bit more appealing for everybody. Uh, so I, I just hope this album gets played first and foremost. But in terms of my opinions, um, I like the features. I think all the features, he didn't push them beyond what they could do. You know what I mean? Like he didn't pull on Rich the Kid onto like a singing album or a singing um, song. He didn't pull on Flo Millie into something where he wants to be lyrical. Like he said, okay, you do this really well. Please do this on my song. Please and thank you. That's it. And that's what a feature should be. It's it's just a sampling of the best of, the, of what that artist has to offer. Um, first song, Annalie Chopper comes in. He just drops a nice, you know, 45 second verse right at the end. Bars weren't too crazy, but it kind of flowed together. The beat really carried him a little bit and it was good for him. Bam. Flo Millie comes on. She does a solid hook. No real verse behind that one. And she sounded good on the hook because Flo Millie's voice is really interesting, especially with this production. Boom. Rich the Kid comes on on, on kind of a um come, comes on on a really good hook for him and a beat that kind of sounds very similar to what he's rapped on in the past in like say the 2017 like rich the kid era sounds great you know and it's just across the board like everybody's just doing what they need to do he had the uk drill in there which was dope with the gold link sound um because the beats are kind of have a little bit more thump to them i feel like i don't know it's, it's like the only way i can describe it sounds like something you hear in like a uh, dubstep bar like that type of that type of flow dance hall type yeah yeah you know what i mean kind of kind of kind of unique um and it and it sounded great with the with the uk mix so 
I was a fan of I was I was a fan of this. I I mean, Goldlink, you know, as we've talked about on the podcast a little bit before, is not my favorite person in the world. Like most artists, to be honest, most of these guys suck um, as people. But in terms of the songs that they release, um, and and in terms of this album for Goldlink in particular, it was pretty solid, man. I I can't <laughs> I can't poo poo it too much. It was it was it was it was a pretty solid album. <laughs> what do you think of the art on this thing? It looked like a fetus, right? In like a TV in a barrel, mm-hmm. it looks like a fetus. That's it looks like a fetus in a TV, or a fetus that is a TV, and within it is something else. It's like a bunch of like layers to this kind of deal. And I could be completely off about that, but I don't know. Gold Link is kind of weird. But when you even when you're looking back at his previous albums, nothing has looked like this. Like in Diaspora, it's a it's a person it's a it's a lady with like a really cool color grade on her face at what cost is like him like all iced out and it's it's really interesting but this is like unlike anything before those two uh it's it's weird i don't know i might want to have to i might have to to look up an interview or something to get to get some more clarity what do you, what do you think about I, it i looked and i couldn't figure anything out right i wanted to see before just to see if weird. we could get any like yeah like i don't know hints or uh something about what he did and i'm sure it's within the album right and i'm going to need to give it more than the two listens that that i did it's one of these things where i bet there's maybe more depth than uh than i've given credit for off the front i think it's possible yeah i don't know that he's one of those artists that is I think a little bit more abstract in how he goes about making music so i i Mm. i don't know i think this is going to take probably 10 listens to kind of go through and really kind of pick up everything especially because the mix was so weird right and i don't say that in a bad way i say it in a good way just some of the stuff was a little bit hard to pick up on on some of the tracks but i'm in your boat right like i've loved gold link for a very long time i saw him four years ago now live at u street in dc for his at what cost show and it was one of my favorite shows i've ever been to in my life um so yeah this album was kind of a, uh, I feel like a conglomerate of a lot of what he's been trying to do over the past three, four-ish years worth of music. Yeah, right. There there was some of the, I guess this, and after that we didn't talk type uh, type instrumentals mm. and type vibes on this. There was a Throwback lot Throwback right there. Not, no, yeah. not many people are going to know what you're talking about when you say that. I like that though. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a lot of the diaspora type sound on it as well. And yes. it felt like yes. it was kind of... A, a combination of those two with a little bit more experimentation as well because a lot of the stuff he did to his vocals kind of the uh i don't even know what the what the word would be but his levels and then kind of how his vocals were mixed was very kind of tyler the creator igor-esque so i thought that was really cool too i know some people aren't going to like that but it was it's an artistic choice right like you don't have to you don't have to have pristinely mixed vocals, I think, to have your your album be, I guess, critically acclaimed or, uh, I don't know, or be quote unquote good, right? Like, I think it's just kind of an artistic choice of how we wanted to go about it. And I think it worked. Some people, it wouldn't have worked. I think this this worked, though. You know, I, th- I think Goldlink would be a really good um, person to kind of have in your camp when you're producing something, like almost like a creative direction type of person. I think he really knows how to put things together in an appealing way and kind of put together a concept. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's it's funny because we talk about these artists that are like supreme, supreme lyricists, but they can't put together a song or can't put together a cohesive body of work. That's when you bring in a Goldlink type of person, because I think he really has that down. 
um, whether it gets you know a bunch of spin or not, it's good. Like I mean, you can't argue that his past three, four albums have been good, um, no, objectively. Like, so yeah, I, no, I, like I completely you agree. Yeah, and like you said, the structure on all these songs too was just—I <laughs> don't know—it was very refined. It was like, good, right? Like it felt like it all good. fifteen were like very carefully, carefully combed over before anything was put out on this project. This was my favorite production of 2021 as well, by far. Yeah. Um, cool, different, assorted, global. It wasn't something that we hear very often. I'm speaking for myself, I guess, but it's not something that I speaking hear very often. Yeah, on a lot of uh, on a lot of music, right? There was some Afro beat in here. There was just a lot of different sounds pulled together, and it worked. It didn't feel like it was a bunch of different sounds that he just kind of put in a pot, stirred, and kind of got this weird mixture and blend of crap that didn't really belong together he found a way to kind of interweave and pull this stuff and string it together throughout the album and it made it made sense and it worked from a uh from a sonic perspective so i really yeah i really liked this like i don't think there was one song on here and i need to go back i've probably two listens in at this point and go back and kind of listen again to pick up on anything more that I didn't, but the features were incredible. I don't think there was one that didn't work. He used them really well. Like you said, he was smart and strategic with where he put them on the, on the project. And I don't really have much more to say. This was like an eight plus for me. Like Uh, that was, that was going to be the next question. Is this the new album of the year? I like this more than the J Cole project, but that's just my, my, there it is. He said it. Oh man. He said it. Uh, somewhere out there nick is nick is nodding an improvement yeah i don't think like what like we talked about though this i think had i think it was just better crafted and took more risk than what j cole did right i think he did the easy i think he kind of did the easy way out like this i think took a lot more guts to kind of put together and make and put out guts come on it took a lot more guts for for gold link to play to his style this is gold link style though Gold Link is weird. He is experimental. Like that's what he's kind of known for. Touche, touche. <laughs> Alex, I, I'm just start, I'm starting to notice that whenever there's an opportunity for you to shit on J Cole, you're gonna you're gonna pull your pants down. What is what is that about? Yeah, no, but his I think I think his style is inherently. I don't want to say it's inherently better than what J. Cole did, but I think it's inherently It's inherently more, more interesting. E- yeah. No, I would agree with that. A little more eye catching. Yeah. Okay. It's just more cha- it's more challenging to do this, I think. I don't know. Uh, that's my opinion. You see, that's where you kinda lose me with the challenging part. I'm not sure if what J. Cole the I wouldn't pro- say what J. Cole is easy. The production Maybe on he's this so thing, great though? he's making it look easy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but that's not I- J. Cole's job though. He produced the whole album, basically. He did. I, I thought he got yeah. a lot of uh, outside production on the. On I that think one. he had a hand in a lot of the tracks, though, and it's his choice a still, hand. right? Like he can he can pick and choose. He can curate, even if he's not I producing. Guess. I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm not putting this over all the off season by any means. I think, think it's so? kind of on the same. No, I think it's on the same level. Um, I'm gonna have to listen to a lot more. I feel like, like I said, if there is, you know some greater themes in this hidden somewhere then all right i'll consider it but for the most part similar to the off season that kind of had little micro stories in each song 
but right. didn't really come together to make a cohesive whole. I mean, it kind of did with the whole meaning of what the offseason is, but nothing too impactful. I think this is much more or less kind of in the same position. I don't think I'm going to find anything on here that's going to like, you know, open my third eye or anything like that. I think it's just a really, really solid album. I almost put it on the same level of, of um, oh, God. What was Logic's album from last year? Under Pressure, right, too? Under Pressure, yeah. Um, so I, I almost put it on like an Under Pressure type of um, kind oh, of level. Man. Like, really, really good. Like, really solid. Can't really poke too many holes in it, but it's still at the same time not, like, blowing me away. I would say this is better, but, you know, those are kind of in the same pool to me. J. Cole is in the kit, the uh, the adult pool still. I'm not, I'm not putting Gold Link in that pool yet. I don't know. I I do think the production on this thing kind of blew me away and how he like you said i don't the depth i need to go back through and kind of take a look at what the lyrics actually were but how he kind of flowed on the beats and what his what his flow was and what bpm he used and kind of what his delivery was i think he intertwined that with the production in a really cool way to make it unique and work and this was by no means easy to rap over either right i think a lot of these beats were mm. were a little bit i don't know just a little bit weird and different. He wasn't which, saying like much, said, though, let's be honest. I got to go back again. I don't think so. Bro, <laughs> he was not saying much. Let's come on. <laughs> I don't think so, but I don't know. The album, I think art's kind of interesting to me, right? Because I think it's kind of a lens into the into the project. So based on solely on kind of what the art is, I want to just make sure there's nothing else there, right? And I could be completely wrong. He could have just chose this like, super weird album art that has nothing to do with what the project is but i want to see if there's any kind of connection between the two and if there's anything there you don't look convinced but i'm going to take a look i i am i am convinced of what you're saying but i'm just where's the same love for j cole the same consideration j cole you're just like ah he didn't do anything challenging i don't know come on he gave you bars at least you got to give him that he's got that though Goldlink has this. Yeah, but J. Cole's put on so much of a higher tier, right? So, like, I feel like you got to be judged at even a different level. Okay, so you're judging them at different levels. Based on J. Cole's perception, I think you have to. Perception, the perception or what of he's what he is as an artist. <sighs> I mean, even based on what he's actually put out, I feel like it's kind of B tier relative to okay. some of his material, right? Mm, I'm not going to say B tier, but. <laughs> if you're no. judging him based on what he's put out in the past fine i can see why you're judging more harshly because as we were saying if you're putting the off season in a vacuum it's it's fine but if you're putting it up to what it was supposed to be and up to next and kind of next to whatever came before this my man my mind is blanking right now kod then you're kind of KOD, like okay yeah, well yeah. you're in trouble now i'm not thinking of um haram in in any kind of sequential order for gold Context, link i'm just taking yeah. it as an album that came out um which i think works to gold link's advantage uh, i mean if i'm gonna really sit right. down and say all right gold link you've given me three albums so far over the past six years or so i think i think um that first one was in 2015 you know what right. when i really go back and do a deep dive what are you doing for me here i think we're gonna find that gold link is a little bit more pedestrian i'm not gonna lie I mean, I don't want to. We could do a Gold Link episode. Yeah, like, <laughs> I this think. This might be the answer. 
I don't know. I think the only reason this comparison is too, right? Because we're kind of looking at favorite albums of 2021, kind of how this fits True. into that, how True. that fits into that, uh, how that fits into that picture, which is, I don't know. It seems random to bring up J. Cole, right? But it's kind of the only reason why I wanted to do it because I feel like as far as I what mean, we've seen in 2021, yeah. there's not that much like i feel like high quality content to kind of compare <laughs> compare stuff against right no i agree no i completely agree and that's and that's why i wanted to touch on just because i was wondering not necessarily putting their you know careers up to each other but more just kind of j cole i would say currently holds probably the best album of the year so far very very still early in the year you know we haven't really gotten a, a ton of drops to be quite honest what else actually has dropped this year I don't know. Maybe J. Cole doesn't hold it, actually. I, I, I think I feel like I'm missing something. Um, but yeah, just just because that kind of, he, he's kind of in that upper echelon and it, he's the most recent critical review he did. I was like, all right, well, where's Goldlink stacking up? But I don't know. It's 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 an interesting discussion. Um, it's it's maybe one that we'll go into a little bit more. But uh, let's move on because we've been talking about Goldlink for a little bit. So let's dive into Vince Staples, um, The Law of Averages, that single that came out also on Friday with a very speaking of somebody who can really produce and do creative direction vince staples pretty yeah, good I mean, at that too not gonna lie to you um and i i enjoyed the song i thought it was i don't know that's an, that's one i'm gonna have to listen to i'm gonna have to listen to a few times i just gave it one quick listen before the show but i think i'm gonna have to sit down and kind of give the music video and um the song itself a little bit more of a of a deep dive for me to really say like okay this is kind of hard or, or what he's kind of talking about here is, yeah. is kind of flowing on this and actually, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's, I think that's going to take a few listens. Um, but Vince Staples is a man of quality. So I, off the, even off a surface <laughs> level, listen, I knew this was good. Um, yeah. so Production I enjoyed was it. Crazy I, in in yeah. short, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Kenny beats. Who did this? Kenny. Yeah. Kenny did it crazy. Kenny did amazing on that show. Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah. They do a lot of good stuff. Any together, thoughts though. on this one? He, yeah um very cool single right i just think i think it's cool we need to i've completely forgotten just off track but isaiah rashad also released a single that we're gonna need to touch on next week oh yes i could oh man i actually have um let's yeah let's let's do an isaiah rashad episode kind of next week because i think he's had a very interesting career after i was going back and listening to an interview with him he hasn't dropped in like five years no he's got (laughs) two singles out now neither of which i think we kind of touched on in depth so we can we can do that next week though but yeah we'll, Vince we'll give cool, him some right? love next week yeah i like the direction he's going production was really cool if this is the sound he wants to go with i think that's really interesting too right it's very different than oh, what was the project he did last with kenny that like radio project um you're the vince staple system sorry. yeah take on your time oh, take yeah, your fm time. yeah FM, FM okay. yeah so different sound than what that was fm was great too but it sounds like he's going in a different direction which i like because i don't know it's good to switch up right all his albums agreed have had kind, keep him kind guessing different yeah a lot of all of his projects have had some sort of uh differentiation between them and kind of mm-hmm. intricacies between completely agree. All five or whatever his full lengths have been now so it's cool to see that he's going to try something new hopefully again this time so I'm excited. Really, really good single. Like nine out of ten single. <laughs> like there's not much more you could ask for on something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't really do too much of a deep dive on singles because it's like the deep dives are really saved more for um, albums yeah. because What's you know, the how context, does it fit in as right? a, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You kind of have to, yeah, if you read one chapter of a great book, you can't just say, okay, the book's great or that, you know, all this extra stuff. But or vice know, based versa, on this, right? You have a really great, oh, really great chapter in a, in a kind of crappy oh, book. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, I can't go. I'm, I'm not going to go too deep on this one, but I enjoyed it. And it's definitely worth a listen. But it's like with Vince Staples, you know, you're going to like I said, he's a man of quality. You're going to get something great. So it's like I'm almost not even surprised. I'm like, yep, that was amazing. Yeah, Thank you. I don't know. You can tell when artists like take their time right like gold link took his time with this agree he three did. years on what on 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 the uh maybe shouldn't have oh, took three but you know yeah a little bit too long what the hell was that album long. called it's completely off like, season so, thank you yeah he, three years on the off season and vince is the same kind of uh same kind of artist they're not going to release anything that they haven't i don't know kind of carefully ran through carefully. the ringer about 25 times probably. yeah they, they've had fifty thousand people listen to it right so i like i'm that. excited i, li- I yeah. like that intention um and i think vince is he, he's he's a selective dropper i would say he doesn't drop like week to week like you know freddie gibbs and and betty the butcher and all them but yeah. um i i like the fact that you're getting something that's um intentional and and slow i guess you could say the, that that project uh, or not that project that video kind of seemed like a very gradual kind of you know what it gave me vibes of a, a little bit or, or kind of gave me a, a little bit of thought back to was um oh god what is it called uh feels like summer that childish gambino did like four years ago or whatever not to, right. the, it's very different in terms of the makeup of the song and also the melody but i i don't know just the the way childish gambino is kind of just walking through the area and, and seeing and taking everything in the Vince Staples Law of Averages video kind of gave me that same vibe of just cutting the different scenes, kind of that slow pan into them and weird transitions to get to the next one. I'm not sure if you watched the whole video, but it was really interesting. No. Um, and he had like everyone kind of like with this like forced on smile too. I don't know. It's it's one I'm gonna have to sit back and kind of digest a little bit more. But um, I like that. I, I think it was I think it was cool. Yeah, his visuals are always really dope. I mean, on Fish Theory too, he had a bunch of cool uh, bunch of cool music videos yes. that went along with that album as well speaking of donald glover do you know what he's up to these days i was thinking that the other day i'm not gonna lie to you i was like man is he done for real i think he is i think he might be done for real i haven't seen him doing like tv or uh anything either which is interesting right like you'd think if he kind of gave up music he'd go back and i don't know do something so either he's working on something massive or (laughs) or there's something something just something in the works that that we're not that we're not really privy to but this is america don't i want him to do it i want america too i no. i want him to do another hip-hop album i want like a before the internet too or something or maybe after the internet is uh (laughs) Uh, i was gonna say i was gonna say yeah i'd like to do like that i want one more hip-hop album before he kind of he kind of goes the r&b stuff was really cool um I loved, I forget what the hell that album was called, what that Redbone was 2005? off 2005? Uh, the one after that. Uh, oh, um, Awaken My Love. Awaken, thank you. Yeah, I like that album a lot, but I don't know. I think that Bonfire type uh, <laughs> Childish Gambino is another, uh, a completely different artist. So I want, fire. I, I hope, yeah, I hope we can get something like that before he's kind of throws the deuces up for forever i forgot oh my goodness i forgot about bonfire man i forgot that was even a thing that song oh. 
<laughs> Miss Child is Gambino a little bit now. <laughs> to wrap up on the Vince Staples single, I would probably say same as you about 8.59 type material. Um, do we want to discuss the logic or do we want to transition? I mean, we can touch on the king of mid if you want. What do you want to talk about logic? It's funny because your response is so apt for logic. Just completely ambivalent. Just, hey, I guess, maybe, maybe not. He's back. Okay. <laughs> Shrugs. Yeah. Oh, let me let me talk about this for a second, man. Because yeah, he goes on breathe. like he, he releases under he releases under pressure and it's like, okay, cool. But he's like building up. This is it. This is my swan song. But then at the end, you already say that you're gonna release something coming uh, or gonna release something um fairly soon. I can't remember the, what the name what he said he was gonna release. And I'm like Okay, so you basically just canceled out any, like, sadness or any, you know, oh, man, Logic's really leaving any finality, you know what I mean? There was no finality to that project, and I just knew, like, okay, I'll be hearing Logic again, and not even just I'll be hearing him soon, I'll be hearing him again, I'll be hearing him again fairly soon. Like, I'm next probably going to be year. hearing another Logic something in, like, the next <laughs> year and a half. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this isn't, this isn't, if anything, you're quick. We have artists that don't drop for two years, three years. I'm like, what do you... What are you talking about? I mean, I guess that's Frank a big Ocean's deal for him that he stopped making since music 2016. for. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. And we're still waiting on that. So I just yeah. I just thought that was really weird. Um and it, it just kind of it just kind of made a moot point. Then he comes back on this, um, and it's like, oh, it's not even under pressure. No pressure. My my mistake. I keep saying the wrong name. Under pressure was the original. Um, but yeah, he, he, but then he comes back on this, um, this track, I, I can't remember quite the name of it. Intro. Intro. Um, so I guess it's probably, this is probably going to be the intro for his next project, but it's like, no, you're not back from anything. You know what I mean? It was, it was a great song. I, I thought, I think he really just spit when he went on there. Even when I was playing for Alex, the ultimate logic hater, he was, he was kind of nodding his head in agreement. It was, it was it solid. Was he, he had yeah. some bars on there. It was good, but it's like you can't. I don't know. Logic is like it. Sometimes it just feels like he's trying too hard. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's good. Like he's a good rapper. You you gotta give him that. Like he the man can rap. He can put a song together, and he has a ton of fans. But sometimes his creativity just comes off as very forced and inorganic, which is weird. You know what I mean? I don't say that about a lot of people, but Logic does give me that vibe of like, yeah, this is so creative. You guys should really pay attention to what I'm doing right now because this is so yeah. creative. And it's just like, dude, can you stop dragging it, man? <laughs> every, <laughs> like, yeah, every Logic song I felt like I've heard before too, right? Like I felt like mm-hmm. I've heard a better version of every single Logic song that I think I've heard in my life. I don't know. I think he's Nothing completely by... unique to himself, huh? No, I mean he's influenced by the Kendricks, the Eminems, the J. Coles, and every, every time you like hear – yeah, every time you hear a Logic song, it's like – I don't know. So this sounds vaguely familiar to something that was better than what you're making right now. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, get, I I mean that's the that's the the tragedy of 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 being influenced by your favorite artist. I mean, you can be inspired, but you can't be influenced too heavily. You have to have your own pen and your own kind of diverse way to put something together. And I think Logic kind of gets lost in that sometimes. Every now and then he have a he has a verse that feels like it really comes from the heart, like what he put on uh no pressure i can't remember what the name of the song was but um it it took a lot of it was basically a remix of like a kanye beat um but he he did it really well in terms yeah. of what he was saying i was like okay i feel yeah. this one um but like i said few and far between anyway exception so the that's yeah. the i was gonna say exception definitely not the rule but let us transition we got a few things to talk about um and it's just just more of a, a kind of a general catch up. But one thing I wanted to talk about 
ex- explicitly was um, COVID and kind of post-COVID, I guess, quote unquote. It feels like we're getting to that point of like, okay, coronavirus is almost over, man. Like, we're almost out of this. But Back. like, what does that mean for you? Nothing. So where do where do we leave off? We were talking about ah, I was talking about post COVID. So yes, to to hop back in. Sorry all for the the quick technical difficulty, but um yeah, post COVID it seems like it's here. It, it it feels like you know you go out and see people and they're like, oh you still have a mask on? We're all fully vaccinated, bro. Like get with the times. How do you feel about that? If we could just get opinions, I feel like we did a lot of during COVID kind of talk, but now that we're coming out of it, do you feel like it's over do you feel like we've we've made it to the other side or do you think we're we're kind of getting we're, we're celebrating on the uh the like the five yard line instead of getting to the end zone i don't know <laughs> i want to think it's over right but m- everybody wants to <laughs> yeah like i feel i feel pretty good if we get some like weird mutation that's i guess impervious to the uh to the vaccine then we're very possible we're really do you think we'd do it again? Do you think we'd run it back, or do you think people would just say, "You know what? Here, let's let's just. I'm done with this." I think you like, can only you scare think? people one time. You know what I mean? Like you. I mean, not to say that it was, this was a hoax because it wasn't. Obviously, it was very real. But I think it's like people are like, "All right, like this was crazy. This was ridiculous. We need to get this together." Um, and we'll all do our part, but people don't do their part for very long. I mean, even when you saw us hit the year mark, people were like, all right, I can't do this anymore. Even during the worst parts of the pandemic, a lot of people, 50, 40% of the population were just like, no, this isn't real. I'm not following these rules. So I don't think you'd be able to get the world on one accord, or at least the U S on one accord again. So I think we, we just got to pray this vaccine works to be honest. That's what I mean. I'm like, we're kind of, I think our hands are kind of tied either way. Right. But yeah, no, I think. At least from my perspective, now we knock on wood. Look like we're coming out of the uh, coming out of the forest, right? I still, I don't know. I still wear some masks in stores I mask up, sometimes for sure. Yeah, it's just one of those things that <laughs> might do it forever. Just used to it, man. <laughs> I was gonna say, just used to it. Yeah, but I don't know. Like my life is the exact same as it was during, in the middle, and now. So not much has changed for. Not much has changed for me, in all honesty. Like, other than that, okay, maybe I can go pick up food and walk into a Starbucks and not feel like I have to wear a mask anymore. But other than that, it's like my routine is really is really no different. I go to work in the basement. I finish work. I work out in my room. I'll go to Dunkin' occasionally. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not that Jimmy much. Jones. Yeah, Quiznos, you know, all that Jersey good Mikes. stuff. Jersey Mike's, yeah. Like, my routine isn't isn't that much different if I was living on my own. Right. And I think it'd be a completely different, completely different animal. But as of now, we're kind of, we're kind of status quo still. I feel it. No. And and same here. I think I'm, it's, it's like nothing's changing, but everything around, well, nothing for me is changing, but the things around me and the people around me are changing type of deal. Um, But it's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just sticking to the routine. I think I'm going to at least until mid next year until I really start to like, Hey, Maybe we can go outside and play some wiffle ball or do whatever. <laughs> but I, I think until then, it's like, ah, I don't know. It feels like we're just still on the precipice a little bit. But that that's that's kind of the first part of this um this this stage, if you will. But now with that um 
I don't know, that that major confinement over and, and getting into this routine for such a long time. Do you think you'll be able to this? This is the main crux of my question. Do you think you'll be able to kind of have a healthy transition back to regular life or how do we do we get back to regular life anymore? I feel bad whenever I try to, like, you know, not pay attention to the bad things because it feels like you're annoying, ignoring it almost a little bit. But I don't know. It's like a weird it's like a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we'll probably be able to flip the switch pretty pretty well. <laughs> nice right? and easy. Like I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything too, uh, I don't know, too crazy. We're kind of getting eased into it too, right, with all these like phases of how nice everything happened. Nice and gently, yeah. Yeah, in the first place, it was kind of a, well, at least for <laughs> for the people that tried to do what they were supposed to do, it's been kind of a uh, a gradual transition back to some sort of some sort of normalcy so i don't know i visited friends in philly the other weekend and i don't know it felt like it was a year and a half two years ago basically so yeah it's i don't know it is weird to like get in like be around people though in like close proximity for the first time in in forever other than kind of who's been in your direct bubble but I've been kind of getting over the shock of how you can like give somebody a hug again. <laughs> it's it's not too it's, it's weird. not too crazy. Yeah, I feel it. I mean, I don't know. It, I the what brought this to my mind was I went out the other day and I was um talking to someone. They were like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm fully vaccinated." And I was like, "But do I care that you're fully vaccinated? Will that ever be enough for me? You know what I mean?" And I guess um for the people that are super skeptic or for the people that who who you know have a legitimate health health concern, it's like. How do you even transition back to life? I mean, I, I, I don't know how you kind of navigate that. I mean, going into this whole COVID thing was weird enough of, you know, we can't be close to, to each other. We have to social distance. And now it's like, you know, now a year and a half later, after I firmly entrenched myself into that routine, into that that mindset, now I have to kind of come out of that. I don't know. I, th- I foresee a lot of people really struggling kind of to to, to find a, a normal middle ground and feel comfortable doing anything yeah again i don't know no but if i was 82 i think it'd be a completely different a completely 80 right what if you were 70 yeah that's what i'm saying well yeah that too but like i definitely feel what you're saying though because it is it is kind of like a shocking transition after doing if you did this the right way i should say for for a year and whatever and kind of kept to yourself stayed inside masked up didn't really see a whole lot of people it it is it's a completely different animal to kind of go back to some sense of what it looked like i guess almost a year and a half ago now yeah whatever that would be so it's gonna be weird to go back in the office again too like that whole thing (laughs) but and now it's like you're you're pinging every part of my my topic here and this is the the third question of uh, i'm not sure if you had this in your your kind of work yet but we just got the news just came down from the top as they say about what we're going to be doing for um going back into the offense and oh um, man it's it's coming up in the next few months man so uh, and that's what i'm thinking they say oh yeah i didn't mean to cut you off but do you did they say you have to go back yeah, so it's gonna be one day a week wow. starting in August. It's uh, oh, but one I don't day have to. Yeah, but I don't have to if I don't want to. So it's it's very variable for me, um, and it's not even so much myself I'm talking about, but for the people who are like, okay, we are back, we're going back in full time, or at least three four days a week. 
like oh man i mean that must be quite a, a shock as well of i don't know it just feels like you keep getting the rug pulled from under you you know and, and all phases in your personal life and your professional life with your family and your relations just with this whole covid back and forth and yeah you know misinformation and all this all this crazy stuff it's it's in in short it's just been a really tough time to navigate and i wonder how a lot of people are kind of making out with that kind of dilemma yeah kind of a kind of a dilemma not gonna lie <laughs> wait so do you what? only have to do you only have to go in like one day a week that's the mandate and you don't really have to do that or what's the yep that's correct so you don't have to go in at all is what i'm hearing if i didn't want to no but if i want to go in that one day i have a predetermined day that they am allowed oh. i'm allowed to do that got it so you couldn't go in five if you wanted to you'd only be allowed to go in one if you correct. really want you only to. can yeah exactly Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like part of this like whole phase reopen thing. You know, phase two. We're gonna maybe gonna do two weeks a week, uh, two days a week or whatever. Um, but overall, I think it's always gonna be a hybrid model, and it's always gonna be very up to personal choice. No assigned desks. Yeah. You know, neighborhood seating yeah. type of deal. So of course, yeah. Yeah. Not 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 too shabby of a deal if I if I do say so myself. But I it just made me think like, man, I'm gonna be working next to people. I'm gonna be walking past people who don't have masks on. <laughs> Am I okay with this? Can I? Can I stand this? Um, can't be like this forever, you know? Can't be you like this go forever, back at right? some point. Yeah, gotta, I don't know. The transition back dive. is going to be weird. And it's going to be a deep dive, and a lot of people are going to be uncomfortable, and they're going to be justified to be uncomfortable. Um, right. But I guess slowly but surely, like, just as we were saying, funny enough, when this happened of, like, slowly but surely we'll get used to having the masks on. Now we have to slowly but surely get used to having them off. And, like, one day, eventually, maybe five years then down the future, you know, we're going to look back and we're like, all right, we're back. It took us a while, but here we are back to how we were in 2019. That's so Square crazy, one. man. Oh, my yeah. God. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. But, that was, yeah, just something that quick I wanted to touch on. Nothing too long for this episode. And so I knew we had a kind of a stacked um, – nothing too long for this second half because I knew we had a stacked uh, music episode. So that's all I had to, to touch on. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here or – I got nothing, I don't think. Um, enjoy your week. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are going to cast this one maybe a little bit early. Um, but yeah, enjoy the rest of your week from the Transition Podcast, episode 63. Uh, also, make sure, if, if you haven't already, to follow us on the Transition underscore pod. 